Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of River Fire. And I'm so excited. We got Paula back on the show today. And last time Paula was on the show, we were talking about untethering from Babylon. And we're just excited to take it a little deeper in today's episode because uh, there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on. So we just want to take a look at what the word says and what the spirit is saying. And I know Paula has a lot of insight into uh, what's going on. So um, yeah, Paula, maybe you could just open us up and uh, share a few things that the Lord has been showing you. Yeah. Hi, Tom. Um, I just want to say welcome, everyone. Uh, the first thing, I just want to invite Jesus right now to just enter this conversation. As we know, we are not doing anything on our own. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord uses us. Um, I feel like that's important right now because I think some people are just so heavy and, hey, you know, I've got this revelation and it's about me that I want to give glory to God and give it, give honor to him, which all revelation flows from the throne. So just to put that down there. Um, but we are going to talk a little bit about, I believe, um, some of the end time things that are happening um, even right now. Uh, we talked about untethering from Babylon last time, but I believe since then it was, uh, I was just pretty shocked because I found that the whore of Babylon actually is on the earth now and it's a metaphor. Okay, so you have the woman and let me just double check where that exactly is. Maybe you can look up the scripture <laughs> why I'm saying this, Tom. But it says the woman sits on many waters and she's clothed in purple and scarlet and she has lots of wealth and she's drunk with the blood of the saints. So recently um, something happened in which Sadhu had said, and forgive me if I repeat myself because I don't mean to, but he said that um, that the Pope is the false prophet and that so makes sense now because um, he's beginning to do, uh, the Pope himself is trying to correlate all of these people, all these companies together. And I'm gonna go ahead and uh, post this link. And um, the companies being placed together along with different religions coming together into unity. So you've heard about the one world government and the one world religion. So if you were to look at the scripture, which Tom's going to uh, look up there, <clears throat> that you're going to see how this kind of ties together. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and do a quick screen share if that's okay. I'm able to. Uh, let's see. So, so on this website, I'll just give you the address. It's uh, it's a it's an inclusive capitalism. www.inclusivecapitalism.com. And this is something that the Vatican has put together. And I'm not, I'm not a person who goes off on crazy things. I think if. If I were to go off on crazy things, I think the Holy Spirit would kind of kind of pull me back and correct or readjust me. I, 
because I do see sometimes that happens to people. And if you can look at this uh, Vatican website, it's showing how there are, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. So if you like, there's videos here, if you could scroll down, um, I'm not sure, yeah, just keep scrolling all the way down. So we have commitments already from uh, businesses and I'm not quite sure, let me fix my view. Um, they are calling for businesses to join them. And it's actually, all of these, it actually has uh, a list of these uh, businesses that have already accepted uh, their invitation. And let me see if I can find it. Uh, commitments join the movement. Um, and then you can see there's a, I, maybe he's a Sikh, maybe he's a um, Muslim. Yeah, there you go. You've got it right there. So you have all these companies joining this organization. And then you've got the, uh, the different face. So if you were to look at that scripture about um, the Lord, or rather this particular uh, thing, which is the Whore of Babylon, <clears throat> um, I have to look up the scripture unless you have it handy. I believe I do. Revelation 17. Yeah. Now, if you want to, I don't know how much time we have, but if you want to kind of read some of that, you'll, you'll get mm -hmm. to what I'm talking about. I can. Yeah, sure. Okay. So Revelation 17, then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and said to me, come, I will show you the judgment of the great whore who is seated on many waters with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and with the wine of whose fornication the inhabitants of the earth have become drunk. Okay, so let's stop right there for one second. So we have fornification. So that is, uh, well, it, it's uh, unfaithfulness. So you've got the Pope that is encouraging uh, this one world thing. Now you're, you're just seeing the beginning of this. So it's not in full blown yet. But where you have all the religions, and basically he's he's embracing every all these religions, and and that's basically being unfaithful. Okay, I mean the word is very clear: don't even eat meat if it's sacrificed to idols, um, if you know that it's sacrificed to idols. So we use that word fornication for somebody who's unfaithful or is not committed, not committed to being faithful in this case to the one true God. Go ahead. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was full of blasphemous names, and it had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was clothed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and jewels and pearls, holding in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the impurities of her fornication. And on her forehead was written a name, a mystery, Babylon the Great, mother of whores and of earth's abominations. And I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints and the blood of the witnesses to Jesus. Okay, just stop there for a second. So what's, what you're going to start to see, 
I mean, you can see the impact of what's going on right now with the cancel culture, with people canceling you because you have faith in Christ. So, so the persecution will begin um, because you won't join them. And um, <clears throat> it says she was drunk with the blood of the saints. So there's your persecution part of that. And that she's clothed in purple, which represents royalty, according to, you know, because she's a, she's a head, if you want to say that. She's a king sitting on a mountain. And anyway, go ahead. I'm, I'm just going to have you finish it. And when I saw her, I was greatly amazed. But the angel said to me, why are you so amazed? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast with the seven heads and ten horns that carries her. The beast that you saw was and is not and is about to ascend from the bottomless pit and go to destruction. And the inhabitants of the earth, whose names have not been written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, will be amazed when they see the beast because it was and it is not and it is to come. Okay, let's stop there for one second. So the beast that carries her is the uh, the same beast that you're going to find in the other scriptures that have seven heads and seven mountains well the mountains are government and the seven heads are leaders of state so we automatically think of the un so we know that the un is going to carry this particular organization and that they had <clears throat> ascended out of the bottomless pit mean meaning it came from you know the enemy and that they will go to perdition. Um, and the other thing is, uh, she, it says um, that she was and she was not and, uh, and shall be or, uh, and that kind of thing. It's, it's the same flip side as, Je you know, Jesus says, I, or I am and I, I, I am, how's it go now? I, I am, I will be and I, will always be or I'm the first the last and and you know so so it's kind of that kind of metaphor because you know the enemy always um will mimic what God is doing so uh yeah so go ahead with the rest of that this calls for a mind that has wisdom the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman is seated also they are seven kings of whom five have fallen one is living and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must remain for only a little while. As for the beast that was and is not, it is an eighth, but it belongs to the seventh, and it goes to destruction. And the ten horns that you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but they are to receive authority as kings for one hour together with the beast. These are united in yielding their power and authority to the beast. They will make war on the lamb and the lamb will conquer them for he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And those with him are called and chosen and faithful. Yeah, go ahead. And he said to me, the waters that you saw where the whore is seated and peoples and multitudes and nations and languages and the ten horns that you saw, they and the beast will hate the whore. They will make her desolate and naked. They will devour her flesh and burn her up with fire. Okay, we can stop right there for a second. So it says, the waters that you saw where the whore sits are the peoples, the multitude in nations. So 
So not only is she sitting on the peoples and the nations, and there's going to be many people that are going to be forced to uh, integrate into the system. But then you have the 10 horns also that's that, uh, which is upon the beast. So the 10 horns are, I, you know, the horn usually speaks of somebody who has authority through what they say. It's like a spokesman. And they'll hate the whore. So, so it's like the UN is having to deal with them, probably because they have authority and power and they don't like that. But it says uh, they'll eat her frost and burn her with fire. And I think I've said this before where there's a prophecy that Rome, which is really about Rome, this is Rome, um, <clears throat> will end up becoming uh, destroyed by a nuclear bomb. Someone had that prophecy. So just quickly, the rest of scripture is God has put it in their hearts to fulfill his will, and it will be fulfilled. And the woman which you saw is the great city that reigns over the kings of the earth. So, so there you have a picture of the the whore of babylon how it's going to be united with the beast which is um going to be uh you know everyone's going to be unified now somebody just i read somewhere someone was in heaven through a near-death experience they died actually and the lord showed them that the uh the mark is going to be a tattoo in which um, is put on by a laser and you will not be able to see it with your naked eye, which is makes more sense, right? So, um, so you have the mark that where you can't buy or sell. And it's, it's all coming from the union of all these companies and religions. And, and it's pretty fascinating that we're living in this day in this hour that these things are happening and um i think you know uh the the world one world uh health organization and all these other uh, i can't think of the names right off the top of my head but how they've been meeting together and they're wanting a one world government and we have some names i won't say the names but there are people in the top that even now and that's why they fought so hard to prevent um, this past election from happening the way it was supposed to. Um, so then you have, you know, Trump, who is uh, was actually placed there by God, and things don't look like they're working out. But the Lord's exposing all this stuff, right? But they are part of that those people are a part of the desire for the one world. They want to rule the world together. And that's what the beast is and the 10 heads and the, you know, and we know it is the UN, you know, unified gover governments. So the, the good news is, is that we know that Trump will end up back in and that the revival will come. But God is allowing it to kind of right now, like this past these, I don't know if it's going to be four years or two years, who knows how long Biden will be in. But when all of this is happening, it's giving you the shock waves and it's also showing you um, the season we're in. It's so, so right there. Um, so, yeah, Tom, do you want to comment or say anything about that? 
Yeah, sure. And I was getting some stuff while you were speaking. Uh, a few, I got a few scriptures before we started. One was in Psalm 2, and it talks about why are the nations in an uproar and the peoples devising a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed. So it's just basically the same thing that we just read about the kings of the earth gathering. And it's just this antichrist system. And even Jesus says it, that there's this, the ruler, the prince of this world. And Paul says that this world lies under the power of the wicked one, evil one, the God of this world, which is Satan. And we see the rulers of this world counseling together under this influence of the evil one. And we know, and it's becoming more obvious, just like we just seen with the Vatican, all these companies, all these, these big, big dogs with their companies and their monies and their governmental positions. These are the rulers of this world. And these are the people that are devising this plan, this antichrist system, this one world order that is nothing new. It's a, a Babylonian system that's been around since the beginning. That's just full coming back to full surface once again. And so this is what is opposing Christ. And as believers, we, if we stand with Christ, we're eventually going to get persecuted by the system as well. So the line is becoming, um, all the gray lines are, are disappearing either you're going to be for Christ or you're going to be with this system. So as believers, we really got to take our choice and our stand and remember that we're in this world, but not, we're not of this world. Right. And just to, um, just to support more of what we're saying, uh, there's a couple more things that the Pope has done. Now he's trying to do a global compact on education. So he's trying to do a global, that's the word global, compact on education. So there's that meeting of, uh, you know, union or unity uh, between all these companies and religions. And just recently, he made a plan to go to the Zagat, it's a, a Ziggurat, which is a, uh, it's kind of like a pyramid where they used to sacrifice to an idol in Iraq. Um, and he and um, I think, yeah, the Muslims are coming and he's going to pray at that place. And he calls it, you know, you see, here's the thing. The enemy will uh, use the word and use religion and use these things. And then he'll, he'll slyly or uh, weave in these deceptions and um, so he says, this is the birthplace of Abraham. But then you've got him going there to pray. So, so what he's doing, he's honoring the place. And if we were to look at, um, let's see, if we were to look at the next chapter, which is 18, this will make more sense. So it says, after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having a great power, and the earth was uh, lightened with his glory. Um, he cried with a loud voice, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen. Um, it's, it, it has become an habitation of devils. And 
in a, in a place of every foul spirit and caged, unclean and hateful bird. Um, all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth committed a fornication with her and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. So you're going to start to see this being built up more and more and more. And it, you know, it says, come out of there, my people, so you won't share in the sins or the plagues. And I'm, I'm kind of giving an overall thing. I'm not reading this for uh, word for word, so you can go to that yourself. But it says how much uh, she had glorified herself and lived deliciously so much torment and sorrow give her. For she said in her heart, I sit a queen and I am no widow and shall see no sorrow. Now, um, and then it says how uh, about the fornification and that people were are going to be, uh, and then also the great amount of finances coming into this. Um, but the other thing is, uh, is that this kind of, it fits actually, because the Lord told me, and I know this is very, very controversial, but the Lord said to me in 60 years, the Antichrist will be revealed. And if you think about this is not, this is starting to get built up. And the other thing is, uh, there's sorcery involved, which that's another story. Um, but the thing is, is that the blood of the prophets and the saints were slain because of them. And, and, and there's going to be such a deception because we know that the Antichrist will do every miracle that Jesus did or like Jesus, except he will not be able to raise the dead. He'll be slick. He'll be, uh, you know, it, it, like Hitler, you know, how he was memorized, mem is it memorizing the crowd and just having a spirit come on those people and getting them to gather together in union. So like you said, they, we've got the, we've got the false, uh, we've got the false and we got the, the real. Now, the one thing I feel like God wants to bring this up, not just because it's now, because there's people out there that don't believe there's going to be a tribulation. And it's very clear. Yes, there were other tribulations. There's many tribulations in the history. But there's yet to be this. And this is proving it right here. Um, and then we have the surveillance. We were just talking about that before the call. We have the sur surveillance is increasing. Where they will be surveilling your house. And they surveil you while you're walking out your front door. And every place you go, they can track you wherever you are. So, the, so when you see these kind of things, it's a preparation for the mark. Because if you are being surveilled, the next thing it'll be on your hand. And you won't be able to buy or sell your banking system, which is you just saw. There's a, America, is it uh, Bank of America is already signed up for this. So the banking system is going to be connected where we won't be able to buy or sell. So what do we do? Well, if you're a believer, we will go through tribulation, but we won't go through the wrath. Um, and I don't know if I sh shared this before, but I had a dream where the Lord was feeding the saints with manna from heaven. So he'll provide for us. This is where the saints of God will rise up and do incredibly amazing things while this is going on. And I just want to encourage everyone that God has 
his whole plan is to get his gold from the earth. He wants to reap his, you know, those who are his. He wants to reap out of this system. So there's a purpose and a plan, and he will restore everything in the kingdom of God. So, yeah. It, um, the other thing that's incredibly interesting is that Kim Clement had prophesied in 2009 that um, the woman that's giving birth with the 12 stars around her head and the moon is under her feet and she's clothed with the sun, um, that that generation was going to be one that is beginning to give birth to the male child. Okay, so uh, Tom, you probably already heard me say this, but the 12 stars we know is the 12 tribes of Israel, which took the, because of, they were part of, um, you know, our salvation, right? I mean, you started with Abraham and then, you know, the rest of it. So we have that piece of it. The other part is that he's, they're clothed the sun, which means the glory of the Lord is going to be clothing that woman, which is the church. And then her, the moon is under her feet, which represents um, the moon reflects the sun. So there's those who reflect the sun, but then there's those who are clothed with the sun. So we come up another level of spiritual truth and reality and revelation. And she's, she's groaning, getting ready to give birth. And that male child is caught up into heaven because the male child is going to prepare for, uh, to do a lot of these great things. And the other thing it says, he will rule with the rod of iron. And the rod of iron is, gonna, is a part of when Jesus comes back after, okay, so when we're raptured, which will happen right after tribulation, Matthew 24, look it up, Jesus said, immediately after tribulation, uh, the Son of Man will appear and, and gather his saints. So you have that piece of it. And then it says they're taken where? They're going to the marriage supper. And they're going to the, they're going to the wedding. They're going to the marriage supper. And then after that period of time, we'll come back with Jesus. And it says Jesus will rule with the rod of iron. Why does he have to rule with a rod of iron? Because there's going to be a lot of garbage on the earth still. He's, he's, we're all going to, but the male child also is going to rule with the rod of iron. And that's where Jesus said, you know, you're faithful in a few. I'll give you, uh, you know, 12 cities according to what you have produced. Um, I'll, you know, give you, that's the talents, okay? It's in the scripture about the talents. So we will rule and reign with Christ on the earth and but when he comes back it says he's going to strike them with the sword that comes out of their mouth and the reason why he's going to do that is because those are the people that took the mark and it says in revelations that they will seek death and not be able to find it it's because they're going to be partially machined they're going to be partially even even now, the vaccine, the Lord showed me, it was a machine going, it might be tiny, might be, what is it, just those little micro going through your bloodstream, but it's still a machine. And so when you're tethered to machines, machines don't die. So it says in there that they'll seek it and won't be able to find it. 
So those are people who are going to take the mark and their DNA will begin to change. So he's going to take out those people. And um, that's where it says in the scriptures where people get confused, where it says uh, that they're, that these people are being taken. Well, it, it's, if you read further into it, I don't have the address right off the top of my head. Maybe I can put it in the comments later, but where the Lord is going to take those people out because they already made the decision. They're going to be taken with Satan. And those who have not taken the mark will be outside the city. And I have lots, not just scripture, but there's ancient text. There's ancient texts that have also confirmed and said these things. And where we'll be in the city with a changed body. Because remember, when you're raptured, your body is going to change. But those outside the city will still have a regular body. But they'll live a long time, as it says in uh, Isaiah, that um, if they don't even go to 100, they'll consider it accursed or something. So when Jesus said we'll rule and reign with a rod of iron and all that, that's where we'll be going for the rest of the world, uh, witnessing to them and cultivating relationship and ruling the, the cities all over because although evil was taken out, there's still stuff there that you have to get cleaned up. There's going to be rules. There's going to be regulations in a good way to keep sin out of the situation, you know? So that's where we will be doing that. And then of course, just to continue this, uh, this vein of thought, um, and then Satan will be unloosed and he'll tempt those. They'll go through that testing and temptation. Do you wanna, do you wanna let Jesus be your king as he is right now? Or are you gonna follow Satan? Those who follow Satan will be removed from the earth and those who choose to stay with Jesus, that's when the, it's like, if you can imagine that you're somebody outside that city and your uh, body is not yet transformed, but God is probably going to slowly begin to transform your body, that all of a sudden you're seeing New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven like a bride adorned okay and it, it'll be like it, it'll be such an amazing surprise to these people that because i believe that they're going to be living in communities and it's kind of like a shared community their, their living conditions will be different but it'll still be a really awesome time for the thousand year reign okay i said a whole lot there i'm going to let you talk now tom <laughs> Man, yeah, it was good. Gave us like a whole couple thousand years in advance. Um, yeah, talking about the um the going back to the UN and like meeting with all these different leaders of different religions. Um, so there's like there's this thing on tolerance, like oh, you gotta accept everybody, you know, that's that's love, just accepting everybody. But that's not really love. Like, how can you be praying with someone else from a different faith when Jesus said, I am the only way, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So you obviously, you're not serving the same God if one of you is praying to Jesus and one of you praying to somebody else, because there's only one 
mediator. And so as a Christian, we, we shouldn't feel like we need to tolerate everything. You know, Jesus, when, when the woman was accused of um, adultery, Jesus said, you know, you're forgiven, but sin no more. He came to sit, set people free. He wasn't going to tolerate her sin. He, was, he came to set her free of her sin. So that's what we're here to do, not to tolerate everything and every little sin or every, everybody else's religion or, or stuff that they're dealing with. But we're here to speak the truth and the facts and stand for that. And that's why, you know, the world is, is going to hate us like it hates Christ because we stand up for righteousness and truth. And that's completely the opposite of world, what the world is saying, like, oh, truth is, revel uh, truth is whatever you want it to be, you know, your truth you know, just as good as my truth, but that's, that's not reality. That's, that's this deception that is being pushed by the culture and, and the same people that we're talking about, the kings of the earth, the rulers of the earth, the same ones pushing this propaganda on the media and, and all that. So um, just an encouragement to continue to stand for the truth and, and not feel like you got to tolerate everything on that. You could, you could still love and respect people, but you don't have to accept everything that they're they're dealing with. So. Not just that, but this, I'm trying to find it. Um, I don't know if I'll have time to find this, but where it says that those who believe, he, I, I think it's in John, um, that it says those who believe, he gave them the power to become children of God mm. for those who believe. Now, the huge mistake, even the Pope says, um, the Pope will say, we're all children of God. And that is not the truth. This is why I, whoever's listening, I really, really encourage you to read the word a million billion times and then keep reading it so that you know what's in it and what's not in it. So when you hear something automatically, you're like, no, that's not truth. This happened to me so many times, even to people I, I admire or look up to, or I have learned from, and they'll say something, and I'm like, no, that's not the, what the word says. And we're just talking about, we're not talking about another dimension of the word, because we know that the Holy Spirit can interpret the word many different ways. But in this case, it's just not the case. Um. <clears throat> And it says the spirit himself in Romans 8, 16, testifies with our spirit that we are the children of God. So it's a spiritual rebirth. As Jesus said, you must be born again. Um, so, the, so those are the little things. Um, one little thing that I wanted to mention too, which is kind of interesting First, I want to ask you the question, have you seen the technology coming out? It might be, I don't know, maybe it's a couple of years old, but I just caught it for some reason, where uh, they are doing holograms, where they, they've got this box and you, they, you step, or no, I don't know how exactly it works, but, but if another person, like if you have my box, you have a box in your house, and I have the technology, then I can look like I'm totally in your house. I'm standing there right next to you. Now, have you seen those? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've seen it in the movies, but I know they're working on stuff like that. Yeah. I probably already have it out already. Uh, 
Yeah, they, they have it already out, which is pretty yeah. interesting. So, so my point is, is it says in uh, the scriptures that um, the, uh, the beast or his image, the image, the image, that's where the, the false prophet in his image, but the Antichrist, the Antichrist is going to be so filled with Satan, it's almost like he'll be Satan himself. But the point is, is that it says that they'll uh, force them to worship his image. Um, and so he will, and now this is according to, I, I believe, one or two end time totally can uh, uh, validate that kind of thing with the person that they would have where uh, Satan was having them worship him and take the mark. But the image was there, which was a hologram. It was him there as a hologram. So that, that's another thing. You know, you start seeing technology changing and kind of, uh, you know, as technology changes, you can start to connect that with the scriptures. Now, of course, Paul, I'm sorry, John, you know, he used his language and so forth because, you know, there's no way he could have probably understood what he was seeing if it had to do with this day and age. So um, that's one of the things, like there's so many things that are pointing to that. And um, that, you know, like some people believe there is no, there is no tribulation, like I was mentioning before. And it, the truth is, um, God doesn't give one person everything. So you have people having revelation and truths that are released to them, but they don't realize what, what era it is in. And so, yeah, we're going to start to do some crazy, amazing things as the body of Christ. That's already known. But it a lot of some of the technology that people might be seeing or hearing about or getting revelation is for the thousand year reign so there's levels so i think you know this tom there's levels of faith there's levels of maturity there's levels of relationship with god there's you know some people are more intimate and other people are, might be just barely on the lower level so we have levels of people operating in this. So some people will be trans, be able to be uh, translated, just like it says in Philip's or Philip did in Acts, where and some people will be able to translate whole congregations, and some people will have to be, if you will, one of those who are translated by another person who is translating who is trans relocating or bilocating, if you want to say it that. Um, I've heard even that God will just totally move people, just totally move them before, you know, some terrible earthquake is, is going to happen. Now, years ago, there were many people talking about earthquakes and California is going to break off and and the truth is that is going to happen. And people hate to hear that, but he's got to deal. He's got to wrap things up. He's got to deal with the sin. It doesn't have to do with the church, but there is going to be a, and there was another one where they said, you know, how America was going to split in half. Okay. That and California and all these other things are going to happen. Um, but 
no, I'm not saying it's going to happen in our day, but it, but it is going to happen, but it's just not going to happen as soon as people see it in a vision. It's going to take time. So how can you prepare? Um, what does this make you think of, Tom? Like, let's say you're a new believer, or maybe you're a Christian, but you don't really, or, or you're hearing some of these other end time things that, oh, the tribulation, I've seen that on Facebook. Oh, the tribulation's already happened. I hate to say it, but that's a real trigger for me. Because <laughs> it's not the truth. The reason why I get upset about it is because the Bible says that they'll begin to betray one another because they're offended. Now think about that. You're offended. Why would you be offended? Because you thought we're just going to go into this utopia. What, what's going on here? Why are these... Why is this going on? I've been taught there is no, you know, this isn't happening. And so you have to prepare yourself and your heart. The other thing is, if we're so blind, I mean, you can just automatically think everything is a good idea and take that, that mark and that'll change your DNA. Um, so hopefully people will begin to see Jesus said to look for the sign of the times we're in. How will you know? It will look, I mean, just like the Vatican, what's going on with that? And what's happening with our, uh, our privacy? And I'm sure you can think of a host of other things that are going on right now. You know, the 5G. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So, yeah. so uh, I, I think the good news is that the Lord wants you to rise and shine and take part in the fire that's coming. And the Lord showed me it was going to be in, uh, it'll just flare up here and then it'll flare up there, but it'll keep going. But it, it'll be uh, even where maybe another generation might be hitting the beginning of it or you know it'll just keep rolling and you know of course we're going to be persecuted but that's where we go to the ascending part as it says you know he was he was ascended the, the male child but it also says that the the um the dragon is going to go off and make war with the rest of her offspring so you have non-ascending people, maybe they're at a different level of maturity. And the war is, it says that he opens his mouth and a flood comes out, which I believe Neville Johnson said that it was, uh, it's all this, it's the compromising of the church. Or you can say the persecution of the church is overwhelming. Like right now, it's just like, bam, all these, uh, executive orders that Biden is trying to reverse and just Christians are being hit, you know, that one law that they want to pass with, uh, you know, the equal protection thing and all these things flooding and trying to overcome the church. And then you have the, it says that the earth opened its mouth and you know, receive the, help the woman receive the flood. Well, you think of the earth opening its mouth is, you know, we are made of earth. 
and opening the mouth is like speaking out or what I'd like to think is that maybe like Trump coming back in and opening his mouth and making laws to stop this thing. So Satan doesn't get his way to destroy the male child or the woman, but the persecution does come. And so that's kind of like what we need to get ready for. Um, one thing I want to encourage anyone to do, just put everything, like put Jesus as your number one focus, your number one first love. Let him be your everything. Let, don't let sports, don't let anything else become more important than your relationship, personal one-on-one -on -one with him. Not only that you know that you know you're saved, but you're sensing him, you're hearing him, you're having visions, dreams, encounters. I would run after that. And in that, you do the arts, you do the music, you do the stuff in him because you're totally uh, locked in to that relationship with him. Then you know that he'll guide you, lead you, uh, there's no fear at all. And that's what I want to encourage people to do. If certain things are more important to you, it's time to stop and change. Because it's this to go off into eternity and that eternity is going to be far more amazing than what you could possibly have here. So there's a point and a purpose and it's not for us to get comfortable and just have fun all day is that's not why we're here or to play games or do whatever anybody does i don't know but it's taken me uh hearing that myself and we're talking like 20 years from that time to my now where i am i did take what was told me and at the time it was neville and paul and they were encouraging spend time with God spend time like wait on him every day for at least an hour and me and you know like we made a commitment we stood up and we made that commitment we're going to strive to do that and it was out of that that now that I'm seeing, hearing, sensing the Lord, I see him, uh, we're ascending, we're growing, feeling Holy Spirit, angels are around, angels talk to me, we'll have conversation, um, there I can sense them, I can see them, and so God will give you the desires of your heart in those things, but that, that life with God is far more amazing than anything you could possibly have with anything else besides anything else can lead to death and this leads to life forever so yeah nice. that's my story and i'm sticking to it <laughs> uh, there you go good stuff so i i'd love to hear on on your side tom because i know that and you see things going on, I, I just want to kind of hear a little bit, if you don't mind, I know it's getting late, but I still want to hear your, your side of your story on any of these things. 
Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, my Wi-Fi is getting a little unstable, so hopefully this thing could last. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. My brother, I don't know if he would want me to share this or not, but he just, I don't think it's a coincidence he um, messaged me today and he lives in a different country. So it was like, at his time, it was like 2 a.m. And he like messaged me this dream he had uh, about the future and the end times. And he said he saw wow. uh, transhumanism and he saw a person's consciousness being transferred to a machine. And once he realized what was going on, like he had to get out of that. And it, it was just right what we're talking about. And, and like, I even started looking on YouTube and like people are already doing this stuff. They're already, you could even see it in the movies of people transferring consciousness and like saying that, you know, the next stage of human evolution is being merged with machines. And Elon Musk has said things like this. And so that's a deception because people are always looking for another way to find eternal life. They want their conscience to live on, their memories, their brain to live on, but they don't want to do it through Christ. They want to find their own way how to do it. You know, people in the Tower of Babel wanted to find their own way how to get to heaven. And we see this, that man is constantly trying to save himself with technology and trying to go to the moon and trying to escape and all this uh, Mars, you know, all this crazy stuff because they don't realize that we were already been saved by Christ and you just got to receive what he's done and stop trying to work your, your own salvation, try to find your own salvation another way. And so if people would realize this and just accept Christ, you know, at least probably we wouldn't have all these issues. Um, but we know that, you know, the enemy got his people and he's, he's working and deceiving and going back to that scripture, you were saying that not, not all are children of God, because in that verse about the, in Ephesians two, which talks about the prince of the power of the air that's working in the sense of disobedience. And then it says of whom you were also once formally walked your manner of life but not anymore you're in the light now so that just shows us that we've transferred out of darkness into light and that's why we're out here doing this podcast and so uh, as when i'm thinking of the end times i think i just see that the sons of god really need to step it up if we're competing with this transhumanism and all this other stuff the church has got to have this relationship with god that goes beyond that stuff where we're walking in immortality we're walking in divine health we're walking in the light of god and this stuff we can have in christ and it says before jesus comes back goes in the spirit of elijah and john the baptist what he did before jesus came the first time was clear the way he he preached repentance he said get right get your heart right get these things out of your life because the king of glory is about to show up and if your heart isn't right you're just going to miss him and so this this purging has to take place before christ comes and even all this tribulation stuff that all these plagues that will hit the earth is so to try to get people to repent and cry out to god um but unfortunately a lot of people when they get hit with trials tribulation they they harden their heart toward god so all these things, you know, is God trying to get people's attention to repent and turn back to him. So that's kind of my take on, on things. That is amazing. I, I, that's amazing to have that dream and he texts you. That is so exactly. amazing. So, yeah, so the Lord always confirms like that. Mm -hmm. um, 
okay. So, when you think about it, Christ will be speaking to the people of the time who have that mark um, and our DNA will change. But how much more amazing to be connected to Almighty God exactly. and through the Holy Spirit. I mean, it, he'll show you great and mighty things that you know not. And there's no comparison. Um, the other thing I'm reminded of is when, and if I if I said this before, I apologize, but when we first started to ascend, I, I mean, I, I guess I'll never forget this because Neville Johnson was saying, um, how, not just him, but where you when you ascend, you're breaking holes through the second heaven, which is black matter. It's antimatter so you're breaking holes through that so when our before the day before we were going to ascend that night i was woke up with noises they said what's going on and they said satan and michael are fighting because He's, now that is so much like you know Satan coming and 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 uh, you know coming against as it says uh, the woman. But what's another piece is really amazing, and I I know it's getting late, but I guess people can stop the recording uh, and just listen to the rest of it later if it gets late for them. But this dream I wrote it in my book. But I, I pulled it back up, and I'm just going to say this. It says, I saw in, in March 31st, 2016, I saw a group of people who were unaware planning to go out into space. It was a mission beyond Mars. I felt they planned to go very far away. I felt concerned in the dream as if they were in danger. The Pope was sitting there. And see, at the time, I couldn't connect it, but now I do. The, because he's very much, they're mu much into the space program and with the UFOs and all that. Pope was sitting there and I went to him and said, they're planning a mission out to space. And the Pope said, I know. And he started to weep as if he was very sad about this. And kids, these kids kept coming up and interrupting us. So I would tell them, I'll be with you in a minute. The second time I told the kids, I'll be with you in a minute, I turned and saw the Pope and the other men get into their cars. They were shutting their car doors as if they had, as if I had missed the opportunity to keep talking to him about this. So I went back into the room and started to see a documentary on this. And I saw how these luminaries were taking people's DNA by going through their nose. I watched like an x-ray image as if they took parts of the DNA and broke It's called luminaries, uh, would go up to a person and get them, get the DNA through the nose that would kill them. And I realized that these people were going out in space were in grave danger. I was highly concerned as I watched this and I felt this being appear in my room and tried to come to me using a spirit upon my head, the back of my head in the mind area, in the mind area. I felt this coming onto me as if to take me over. So I went into another room and shut the door. 
as I did this, I put my hand on the back of my head and applied the blood of Jesus. And then it left me. So um, <clears throat> what's interesting is that I had another dream that was about, about spiritual matters. But when I woke up, I heard the word Nimrod. And before the flood or they have people have angels uh had bodies according to and they're trying to extract the dna to create bodies and so forth so uh these space creatures or these illumin luminaries um we know that that anybody any anything any ufo or whatever coming into our into our atmosphere is is not good it doesn't have any good purpose it's it's got evil intention um but it's just again it's about the time we're in and and that neville johnson said that when satan came and his tail flung a third of the stars you might think it's demons but he said it was the the uh aliens that had that they're gonna start to come into our atmosphere and so there's gonna be a lot of i saw a lot of bad things happening but but what's what the thing is is that when you're filled with the light the holy spirit the fire they will not touch you they can't touch you so i know that sounds really intense and extreme but it's all the more reason to to get on the right side of things and that we don't have any more time so uh your dream and then that dream uh it just there's other people who have many dreams so we just want to encourage people to be tenacious be zealous toward running after jesus and fight for that fight for your relationship with him and put everything else aside and make that you know your focus um i had like dreams or visions years and years ago even about having by, about doing this about doing these shows um but the lord called it the midnight midnight hour that, that he called it that so it, so we so now i know you know the some of the subjects are going to be about these things so do you have anything to add to that yeah it's um interesting about the aliens uh, if anyone's not aware that it's been slowly creeping into mainstream news and like slowly things are being released uh, about leadership, you know, knowing about aliens existing and plus these missions to Mars that are being talked about. So there we could be on the verge of, of great deception that may happen with these beings um, or even possibly what you were saying, there was hologram and I've been coming across this. There's actually hologram technology that that can be displayed in the sky to be to create a false um, uh, hologram of something that looks very real. And uh, it's similar. If anyone's seen the newest Spider-Man movie, it's similar to that kind of stuff. So it's just crazy. Like we just really got to stay in Christ because you know we're living in some very interesting days here. And uh, we just got to be ready and just keep faith, uh, keep our faith and endure to the end. Because also we know that, unfortunately, there, there's going to be a great falling away as well. So we don't want to be those who are deceived 
but uh, we just want to endure to the end, keep the faith, fight the good fight. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will give you discernment. I mean, the quote, I would just try to make it, I, I would, you know, it just reminds me of when I was in our school. I said, I want an A in this. Before I even began the class, I made a deter determination that I wanted to get an A. So with that, you know, make it your goal to get as close to God as you can. I mean, j just out of love, because he loves us. He wants he wants those who love him, not because they have to serve them. You know, the super soldiers you're talking about reminds me of a, a friend I had who had dreams of the super soldiers and they could tell when people were in their house, they could, there was a, where they could, there was a heat sensor thing. And the super soldiers are, you know, part human and part machine. And they're gonna be part of the DNA, uh, the UN. And we need this. So you've got cities where they're surveilling every little detail of your life all the time. And then they go and they arrest people. And they're trying to head this, this super soldier thing. Um, so it, it is, it's getting crazy. So anyway, I think we should pray and maybe invite people to accept Christ. If you'd like to begin that, Tom, I'll just follow you. For sure. Yeah, Father, <laughs> just thank you, Lord, for your word and for keeping us awake in this hour, Lord, like the wise virgins, Lord, not those who fall asleep. So we just pray, Father, that everyone listening would have eyes to see and ears to hear and to hear what the Spirit is saying right now. Uh, Father, we just pray for that discernment that we would not be deceived by the things coming upon the earth, but continue to have faith in you, Lord. And Father, I just invite anybody who hasn't received Christ to receive him right now. As the word says that all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you confess him with your mouth and believe in your heart, you shall be saved. So if that's you, I just encourage you to cry out to him right now and ask him and uh, i could lead you in a in a prayer but it really got to come from your heart if you say father forgive me of all my sin i turn to you today i surrender my life to you i want to know you i ask you to forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness and right now i give you my life i surrender everything to you and make you Lord, and ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fill me in Jesus' name. So I just encourage you to turn to him today and pray that from the heart and just really get close to God in this time, in Jesus' name. And praise this prayer to receive you that they would feel your presence right now, that they would feel your love, that they would encounter that, God. And Lord, I'm going to take it a step further, God. I'm just asking for miracles in their life and transformation. Uh, Father, we're asking you to release even now the gifts, the gifts of the Spirit, that you would give them dreams and visions and encounters 
and that they would begin a new life in you and let every morning where they will wake up with joy and refreshment because they have you as their king and that king loves them thank you lord hallelujah amen joy amen all right amen good stuff so i guess we'll wrap this up for tonight uh thank you paula once again for joining us and uh thanks everyone for tuning in and uh we'll see you next time a river of fire god bless <laughs> god bless your presence all around all things are me now can't let the hold down Cause your love has set me free Now grace and truth abound All things work for good now Yeah, nothing hold me down Cause your love has set me free